Well, hell, you hear that sound is coming around. You might as well check your pager. You've been waiting all year for your chance to hear the first show of the year for and Rager. Hi, everybody. Oh, this is Connor <laughs> Clifton, your host, joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Ned Gale. Ned, how the heck are you? Man, I'm doing great. Not as great as you. Look at this outfit you got on. Uh, what about it? This shirt, it looks like it's an, it's an underwater. It's not an aquarium. There's no glass. No one to hold in these wild animals. I mean, And then right up here, sunglasses, this crazy hat. What, what's going on, buddy? Look, I'm on vacation, baby. What? That's right. I took a week off of work. I'm seeing family. I'm playing video <laughs> games. I'm eating snacks that my parents bought. I'm having a great time, and officially, I'm on island time. My God. Wow. Look, I spend a year being on the the schedule of the hustle and bustle rat race of city life. I uh, (laughs) Once a week, I wish. Things I'm sick of. Cars. Cement. Yeah. The concrete jungle. (laughs) I'm sick of it, man. I'm sick of that city vibe with that. Plastic, fantastic Madison Avenue BS going around. I just want to put my feet in the sand, relax in the sun, and take in the beautiful scenery of a game on my 3DS or something. (laughs) I can't wait to go to the enchanting, far-off, distant land of a Final Fantasy game. Ah, Final Jesus, what is wrong with me? You know it, man. I'm Connor. How's your freaking year been? We haven't been on the air. Since the last moments of last year. That's true. You know, it's been pretty well. You cruising? Uh, you bruising? You snoozing? What are you doing? I, I worked last week, and then I went on vacation, and, uh, you know, I had a really fantastic weekend and getting ready for my vacation. My weekend this year, this, the, my first weekend. My, my only weekend this <laughs> yeah, year. My only weekend this year. Um, let's see. Friday, we hung out, I think. Uh, I don't know if we did. I think I just stayed home and made my costume. <laughs> did I go out? Did I? Oh, my days are a blur. The, the, the Christmas break really threw me off. I didn't know what day was what. It was like memento. Maybe I was hanging out with Rahul or something. Friend of the, uh, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I should clarify. Yeah. Uh, and then, let's see, Saturday, uh, I hung out with some friends. Aaron, Aaron said it was good to see you at the the... The reunion yesterday, Connor. That's right. I was getting to it on Sunday. <laughs> I had a family reunion. Yeah. I feel like there were 50 people. I got in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> uh, I was very happy to see everybody, to see everyone. But you know me, when I'm on island time, a Clifton's got to be a trickster. Yeah, this, this kid got so uh, so crazy at his, his family reunion. He was, he was riding a Lifton to the Clifton family <laughs> reunion. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We took a family photo of everybody, and in classic Connor style, I made faces. Are you going to wear these sunglasses the whole time? No. <laughs> I feel switch. like you're making a face at me right now. <laughs> I'll switch to my regular glasses, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not making a face. I'm just squinting. <laughs> I'm like, at any moment, Ned and our guests are going to switch seats, and I'll, I'll get to our guest in a second. But I want to talk a little bit more about this reunion and the trouble I got <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So I messed up the family photo. And then as soon as we retook the family photo, I pushed my niece into the pool. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little edgy. This give, me, give me three reasons why you pushed her into the pool. Uh, I, this needs to be justified from three different angles. Let's see. Okay, for one, she was hitting me the whole time. Okay. All the kids. A foolish did, act. Using fists or objects? I think one kid started hitting me, and he was a baby, so that made all the other kids think, like, oh, he's a pinata. We can hit him. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there on the couch. All these children are hitting me. I'm thinking, like, ah, yes, this is why I don't go to family reunions that often. So that's, that's reason number one. Two, um, my niece is a lot like me. She, she's the snottiest one. Wanting that, to be pushed into a pool? I didn't know that about you, Connor. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> no, she's just uh, she can be a little obstinate, a little headstrong. Mm. So she she when she sees me, made every, her sink all the better. <laughs> basically, when my other uh, nieces and nephews see me, they're like, "Hey, Uncle Connor," and she goes, "You smell." Like I lost a lot of weight, and her way of approaching it is like, "You're not as fat as I remembered." <laughs> like, ah, all right, that's reason two. Reason three, I just didn't like her. 
stupid face. Holy Take man. a dip. You, you dip. <laughs> no, it, it was. Uh, Lindsay just asked, did the minions make it into the family pick? Did you have any minions material? No, I, I opted to not wear my minions. You are shirt. dead to the family of minions. <laughs> <laughs> I it, it was between that and the shirt I ended up wearing. I really did have to choose. Because one, that would let all my cousins know, like, what have you been up to? Oh, being yourself. Great. And then the other one was like, well, I know we're taking a family photo. <laughs> and, and I'm sure the, the listeners are clawing at their screens. What shirt did you wear? Uh, I wore this black and white pattern shirt. Classic. Just how they used to make movies. Black and white. Yeah. Well, the, my <laughs> a shirt classic had, color combination. My shirt did have this like cool effect on it where the, if you looked at it from different angles, it looked like a train was coming at you. Uh, so <laughs> You were wearing a holographic card? I was wearing a holographic <laughs> card of the great train robbery. <laughs> the first movie ever made. Yeah. Great. Another train robbery. <laughs> how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. Uh, we did Bowie Elvis Fest Saturday night. Uh, Friday night I spent making the costume Saturday I spent not making the costume Even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't done Went to Bel Air to enjoy some nice noodles With Justin and Nick Friends of the show Uh, (laughs) And then on the way home I was like Wow I only have to glue a few more feathers. I was, I was a fiery from the labyrinth, uh, those bird-like people. That's right. So, so I, was, I was close to my house, and I was like, ah, oh, all I have to do is glue a few more feathers, and I'm done. And as I pulled into the driveway, I was like, oh, my God, they have ears. And I U-turned really fast and went to the art supply store to get the final pieces. But it, <laughs> it, it all came together last minute, and we did the show, and it was, a, it was freaking great. It was so fun. Sold-out show. That explains uh, uh, Rahul and I, friend of the show. He <laughs> he showed up uh, to, to hang out and play Super Smash Bros. at at our house, right? Yeah, and you're still dwellers of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our house is the biggest friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps us warm. Uh, how Hardly. was that show? I I'm so sorry I couldn't. Uh, a blast and a half. And guys, if you missed it, it's happening again in Austin. But I'll I'll Ooh. keep that plug at the very end of the show. All but right. uh, it was great. And then Sunday we just chilled out. Got some of the uh, the old crew together to play some Quiplash. You know that was a really fun time. It was really cool to see some of the old microstaten guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friends of the show. Friends of the show. <laughs> uh, and just like, if you haven't played Quiplash, it's a game where you're given a prompt and you have to come up with a really funny response to it. And just seeing <laughs> It's kind of th- like conversations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just seeing all of our old friends come together and just like really nail it on this game. It was really inspirational. Anyway, speaking of inspirational... Uh, your guest today. <laughs> wow, I really messed up that cue there. A flawless transition in a hard cut of music. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can only do one at a time, all right? I can't do both. Uh, listen, your guest today is an inspirational speaker on Instagram. You may have seen him around. His name is Van Wild. Van, how are you, friend? I'm having a great day. Thanks, Connor. How are you? I'm Ooh. doing all right. Van, I did not know you had a radio voice until this very second. You sound very good yeah, on that microphone. N- normally, when your normal voice, I do a great Van impression. You're just like, hey guys, but like this radio voice is something else. It's true. I, I do sound like, hey guys, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Van? I'm, I'm having a great day. I'm Tell happy us to about see your both. day. What's oh making my goodness. it so great? Uh, I'm, well, being with you guys, really, I'm on. I'm feeling a little bit of island time at the same. It's kind of yeah. like, uh, you know, like the, the waves are crashing. I'm feeling a little archipelagous. Uh, Ooh. I'll coin that term. Um, I, I also <laughs> went to Bowie Elvis Fest. That's a that's a great thing to say. If you know you've just made up a word, and just be like, I will coin that term. Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright, trademark. Everyone could be like, well, he's not an idiot. He's just like long term. That's what he's seeing it. <laughs> not an idiot, but not smart. It's a sweet, it's a sweet it's spot to be in. Good middle point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really where inspirational speakers live. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the inspirational speaker thing. Mm-hmm. I I only know one, Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Good friend. <laughs> Not friend of our show, friend of Van. <laughs> yeah. Tony Robbins, enemy of the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, enemy of the state. <laughs> <laughs> but so what... Did, uh, first off, for the people listening at home who have not seen your, uh, mm-hmm. your Instagram post, how would you describe your inspirational speaker approach? Well, um, basically, I uh, think of all the things that I've uh, said to myself when I was sad, down and out. And uh, I put those in uh, posts and uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's really, there's no science to it. Just like any inspirational <laughs> speaking. Um, you, jokes aside, uh, I, I've dealt with lots of depression. Like I imagine, um, uh, uh, well, I can't imagine anyone else who's gone through this pain, but uh, you, you know, it's just, you find things that work. You want to share them with other people and um, put on a good face and help your friends. Yeah, absolutely. What kicked us off? 
Well, it, 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 you don't have to share mm-hmm. if it's like too personal or too dark, but was there a moment that you were like, I have to do this? Because I have to say, mm-hmm. it's a very big stake to claim of like, hey guys, I'm shifting gears mm-hmm. now. I'm an inspirational speaker through Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. What drove you to that medium? So I, you know, I, up until this moment, I didn't claim any inspirational speakership. I, uh, oh crap, did we get it wrong? <laughs> Dang it. It's, it's, it's okay, guys. Well, um, no, okay, so, but you go live on Facebook to give inspirational messages. And I, yeah, I, and I, guess I would call I do. it speaking some inspiration, whether okay. you want to label it that or not. Because, Modest no, too? <laughs> but, but I would say, like, that label sometimes inspirational speaker can be. Mm-hmm. Put on the it's it's faux pas sometimes because it, it's it's attached to some like crummy dudes who are like it is <laughs> so like I mean my approach to it was I um I, information travels so quickly now guys and I thought of well I want to share the things that work for me mm-hmm. and I know that everyone's experience is unique to them the human experience though overall is more or less universal um, you just change the parts and if I can be on Instagram and share things that have worked for me maybe they'll help somebody else. I remember I, I I have this sort of fear of doctors, fear of seeing a therapist. You know, I have a therapist and I love him very much. He's helped me so much. But I remember at the beginning when it felt like I can't get out of my bed. I remember feeling the immense pain of just having this mental illness that is invisible, convincing, you know, it's your brain through whatever reason convincing you to try and kill yourself or like, you know, hurt yourself. You're in physical pain a lot of times and um it's easy to be on the phone and nobody has to you know see a therapist um to to i don't want them to have to go through all this mm, shame confrontation to get a spark of hope and that's what i want is it's just the first step you know it's a tiny step and that's all i can offer but um i'm happy to do so and hopefully maybe somebody sees it and they reach out and that's a big thing for me with my instagram is I really want people to message me. Mm-hmm. I talk to people that I've never met before. And I, it really brings me a lot of joy uh, to do so because speaking to these people, I, I see a lot of myself in that. And I can only imagine what would happen if, uh, if I didn't have help. And so I use this medium to reach out to people who are usually younger, usually overweight like me, usually struggling with substances like I have. And I say, listen, I can empathize. I'm not going to tell you one way is right, one way isn't right. But I'm going to acknowledge your pain and say that maybe this might help. Or maybe try this. Yeah, yeah. I I, I've, I've been somewhere in that same sphere, so like, hopefully mm-hmm. my ear can help you out. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And I just, think that's a pretty valuable message. Thank you. I, I, I've, I've seen people online mm-hmm. on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook who have posted something that I did find inspirational, and I definitely messaged them. Mm-hmm. I won't comment. I won't like. I don't like doing that. You no, know? I mean, I, that's I, I try to keep my cards close. But to guys, you shouldn't be afraid to comment and like this video. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, this is classic Ned. When it gets too real, he's like, where's the joke in this? <laughs> no joke, just the marketing. I want you to come to every funeral I ever go to with me. Just to, like, I know you're going to lighten up. No problem. <laughs> you got a Louisiana family. They'll be fine with it. Like, oh, so who well. is this guy? What did he like? All right, give me five and I'll have something ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I also take the opportunity to kind of take the, uh, t- t- take the jokes out on myself. Because this is, the, I think, the most important thing about what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to just like Ned and you guys, um, I, I'm trying to put all of the flaws out there on the table so that nobody else feels alone in their flaws and feels that invisible shame. And if you feel invisible shame, the lines are open and you can call in at any time. Oh, hell yeah. All right, look, if you, <laughs> if you want to talk to Van, our Frasier of the day, please call in at 713-526-8737. It's funny, when as you were saying I'm sorry, that, Connor's face lit up when he realized it was an opportunity to plug in the phone. It was so cool to watch him process that information and go, oh my God, he's right. <laughs> Van, you're also a marketing guy. <laughs> it's funny, while you were saying that, and you were saying that uh, I you try to put everything out there so that mm-hmm. people can connect with it when i was growing up i was the subject of some bullying and i put everything out there so that no one else could get there first Mm -hmm. did you ever have experiences like that like if i make fun of myself in this regard that means no one else can do it or it'll look hack you know i i don't know about that i i remember being bullied as a kid for you know especially my weight especially 
uh, just being a sad dude all the time, you know, it's, it's hard to do, especially when you're in the arts and you're good at something that isn't sort of conventional. This is, you know, American story, go see a superhero movie. Kids are bullied for this kind of stuff. Right. And it's, uh, but, but I, I would maybe make fun of myself as a way to cope, to be in on the joke. And it's a little mm. bit different. Um, and you know, sort of, uh, yeah. now I do it so that, well, I, I don't know. I just don't care about bullies anymore. You know, yeah, we don't really seems. have as many these days. Like, could you imagine being in your 30s and someone being like, hey, man, I'm going to pound you for <laughs> like, what you like? Yeah, and I'd be like, wow, I should log <laughs> off Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that or like, wow, I need to get out of this uh, used car lot. <laughs> like, the only the only bullies I care about mean. is the approval of FDR. <laughs> what? Bully! <laughs> oh, wait, was that Teddy That's Roosevelt? Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Roosevelt, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Man. <laughs> Friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roosevelt, Eddie, good yeah. friend of the show. FDR, not so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. like, what? We need a new, yeah, we need a new deal for KPFT. Get rid of that show. <laughs> Van, do you want to hear a joke for my stand-up set that I'll probably never do again? <laughs> do it. This is my impersonation of uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld asking questions in history class. What? The new deal? All right. It's weird you're not applauding. <laughs> right. So you can never, ever do that again. I was waiting for the joke, the joke part of that. <laughs> Wait, one second. Uh, you have no idea. FDR many- just commented in. He says he loves it and wants me to be the new president of the United States. No, uh, <laughs> what's, what's crazy is Ned has workshopped that joke for me for months. And he's never changed a line. <laughs> like, I was saying workshop to you for months. We were like sitting in the, the kitchen eating ice cream at 4 a.m. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's true. At 4 a.m. I definitely shot ice cream out of my nose. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a comment from Ruth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor, Ned, Van. Have you ever eaten tossed salad and scrambled eggs? Would you be open to it? Huh. Huh. So would the scram- I, 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 if the scrambled eggs were in the tossed salad, maybe I guess that's kind of like a cob that's, that's salad. That's what she's asking. I think, I mean, I think yeah. it's scrambled all in eggs one are together. tossed eggs. That's tr- oh wait, tossed eggs. <laughs> I, I would eat uh, scrambled yeah. salad and tossed eggs. Yeah, for sure. That sounds good. Is is that a texture disaster in any way? Because I, I guess that's where the the hold so. is. I, well, because mm. the the scrambled eggs, if they're piping hot fresh, it can make a hot salad, and some of your mm. uh, the greens could wilt. But other than that, Ooh, that is yeah. a concern. And depending on the amount of lexicon badgering you want to do, and kind of semantic uh, positioning. Uh, I'm assuming every big word you use is an original. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to get mad and want to pound you, bro. Can we cut the cameras? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry to interrupt you. you No, no, it's fine. I'm just saying that that's pretty close to an omelet. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. You've tickled Connor's funny bone of uh, (laughs) weird food combinations and how they should be labeled. Oh, I am deep into that philosophical hot dog is a sandwich argument. I love it. It's so fun. And it also makes people so mad. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's a great one. I don't uh, like the argument. I like the passion. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead and give that a heart react for me. You gonna con- oh oh it got deleted. Wait, what? Did no. Ruth delete her comment? Did Ruth delete her comment? Ruth, it's already been read on Oh Ruth. Look, we, we I, I I'll say it. Yeah, I'd eat toss salad and scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cause I got you pegged and I don't <laughs> I, I don't know the rest of it. All right, where were we at before this? <laughs> James at Grand Prize, he will not be commenting tonight. <laughs> He's noted to us. <laughs> we got to get James on the show. We should get James on the show. He, he's a friend of the show who's never been on the show. He just mm-hmm. comments like crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, friend of the show, man. We want you to know he's friend of the show. <laughs> he is a friend of the show. But, uh, but we have you on the show right now. What were we just talking about? I'm sorry. I got... Oh, we were talking about uh, Roosevelt jokes. Ah, yes. Yeah, and how yes. Ned beef. I have rows and rows <laughs> of velvet jokes. I, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned Roosevelt because... Thank you. On. It was funny. Go it, was, it was really funny. I, you know, I want to bring up another another, another Roosevelt here to talk about your Roosevelt joke. Okay. Uh, I, I really like t- Teddy Roosevelt. Well, you know, I don't want to put a label on it. But he says that it's not the critic who counts. Um, and so just keep telling that joke. That's all I wanted to say. No more Roosevelt's. <laughs> You're telling me that Roosevelt won't count how many times I do that joke. <laughs> I'm saying well, that the older Roosevelt wants you to do the younger Roosevelt joke. All right. Yeah. FDR that's that's my new HBO show, Young Roosevelt. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Um, the new Roosevelt. <laughs> 
ballers, but with Roosevelt. Shut up. <laughs> Fan has a question. Fine, fine. I'll curb my Roosevelt jokes. Go ahead. Mm, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> do y'all have New Year's resolutions, guys? Oh, man. We were going to ask you Calling that. us on our own <laughs> subject. All right. Uh, okay. New Ned Year resolution. Gophers. So every year I try to, I don't, I don't necessarily make a resolution, but I try to uh, shift my focus. I, I try to be an everyman. I try to work on music. I try to work on illustration. I try to do comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess life stuff. So, so this year I'm trying to focus more on the drawing aspect of things. I'm going to kind of do less of this comedy stuff outside of this. Obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll always be here every Monday at 8 p.m. You can always call us at 713-526-8737, of course. But, you know, I'm going to shift more of it towards, like, animation and drawing. So that's, like, my resolution this mm. year. I'm, what about you, Connor? I'm continuing my uh, no jack-in-the-box resolution. I'm trying to add no McDonald's to that mix. Whoa, bold move. Yeah, and I have uh, reduced... I'm trying to have one soda a month and... Cool. One thing of candy a week. Ooh. I'm normally like a candy every two days kind of guy. <laughs> I, I've got to say, Connor's walked into my room at 11.58 on a weeknight, and he's like, you want to go get candy? Do you have candy in your room? <laughs> like, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> I and luckily, this past week, I was like, I think I have a take five lying around here. I, I literally <laughs> had to sit there and think, and then I did have candy. That was the sad part. That, like, it was bad on my part, too. <laughs> it was like, bad for you. Yeah, I'm very happy I for do me. have candy, and I do have hidden gummies in my base case at all times. What the hell, man? Where are these gummies you, you did ask me, do you have any of those hidden gummies? And I lied straight to your face. Hit three left. What the <laughs> hell? What is this? They're they're emergency gummies. Not for eleven fifty eight on a Wednesday. I need gummies. Eleven fifty eight on a Wednesday. I need gummies. If that's not a gummy emergency situation, I don't know what. Saturday is. four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> when you need, it's like I want to just suck on a horse hoof. Yeah, if, <laughs> if I'm waking you up, me like Ned, I need a gummy and no questions. Then I guess that would be a gummy yeah. Emergency. And then I'd be like, thank God I didn't give you that gummy the other day. <laughs> I just gave you my personal take five king size. Are you joking me? That's the best candy bar ever. Van, I'm sorry. Do you have a resolution? We're getting in a fight. <laughs> I, what brand are, you, are these gummies? What's up? Uh, are it's trolleys? Trolleys for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was some fish gummies from our... <laughs> I'm on Connor's side this, now. <laughs> well, no, okay, okay. So here's the game. Mm-hmm. These are gummies that have been in my base case since the swimmer department Halloween show. Matt, I'm sorry. I took a lot of gummies. <laughs> oh, okay. I should just tell Matt... And we had a huge of box of them. They were for the people... Heads up, y'all. Me the people. <laughs> uh, so I put them in my base case. I didn't tell anyone about them for a long time. Mm-hmm. Anytime I was at home and I had been uh, changed in a way through maybe a substance, uh, let's just say drunk as all heck, uh, I would come home and be like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a gummy. I would eat it. And then one day I let Connor know I had these. And then the next day he's waking me up with a wet towel over my mouth trying to waterboard me. (laughs) We're the gummies. (laughs) You would do the same thing if I was like, Ned, I can only give give them to you sometimes, but I've got... Dozens of take fives hidden around the house. Cut the camera. You have what? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Cass just commented in. She said, I've been only watching this for maybe a minute, and Ned has already made a humble pun. (laughs) Good. Lindsay says, oh, I'm, she didn't say humble pun. She said horrible pun. No, horrible pun. No, it was humble. I was, I was pretty nice about it. <laughs> Man, I need new glasses. <laughs> Lindsay says, I'm currently eating Taco Bell in my car, so I'm nailing my healthy eating resolution. Hell yeah. Taco Bell, Taco will Bell never is make still, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything, my resolution is just eat healthier at Taco Bell, <laughs> not, oh, not yeah. cut it down. I, I should get into beans. I don't mm-hmm. like beans. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, fresca menu, my yeah. guy. Mm. Van, I am sorry. We are still arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been a rough year. All right? <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm here for, guys. Get it all out. Uh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> blow for blow. Let's do it. No, just kidding. Of course, the, I, I just I only want to talk about take fives now. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, it's I, really the best candy bar. Really. I, have you never had a Take 5 before? I mean, oh boy. There, there's been a podcast on the table that I've been meaning to start for so long. It's called Take 5. Minutes to enjoy this podcast. It's a five-minute <laughs> exploration with different people about why Take 5 is the top of the candy bar food chain. And you have no idea how much I want to guest on this podcast. I, I, I think Con- Connor's already locked in for the first five episodes where we uh, 
Oh, if you didn't know, take five means five ingredients. We're talking <laughs> peanut butter. We're talking peanuts. We're talking pretzels. We're talking chocolate. We're talking caramel. A perfect melody of flavors. Look, My friend, do you hear that sound? I do not like chocolate. <laughs> Cut I the do, cameras. <laughs> I do not like chocolate. I do not like caramel, but I love a take five. Okay. I, I mean, it, it, Ned convinced me of it. Yeah, you can, hate the, you can hate the violin, but the second it's in a symphony. Are you kidding, kid? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how rich and layered that joke was. <laughs> Much like a take five. Yeah, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were going for the Symphony White Chocolate Bar joke. Oh, no, oh. That's, that's not a real candy bar. And the Hershey's Gold can bite my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried it. How dare you have all the same ingredients? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a caramel base. We'll talk about this later. This is going to come up with my own podcast, <laughs> which will probably air on this radio show. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I, what do you got? Five episodes, five minutes each? You could have half the show. It's going to be more than five episodes. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. As you dive into <laughs> yeah. like, the Noid of the Take Five or whatever their mascot They was. changed brand colors. I've got ten episodes on that. <laughs> they went from red to black. Are you joking me? They, went they were the first candy bar to have its official tumbler. Are you joking me? Oh, really? Yes. I'm going to contact the guy who's the head of marketing. His name's on Wikipedia. Of course I've stalked him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Van. This is a show about parties. Mm -hmm. Do you have any good party stories growing up or college, high school, middle school? What, what's what's your party uh, career trajectory? Like, what, oh, what is your... I was I was super lame growing up, guys. I was never invited to any parties unless they were like a, a round table with dice, right? And so um, that's not a lame party, though. <laughs> I mean, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I you know I, I partied hard last year uh, or a year before. Uh, I don't know when it is, but uh, <laughs> it sounds like party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so I, I really love martial arts, guys. I am like a like a, a nut for martial arts. That's right. You're a sword fanatic. I, I'm a sword fanatic. The first time we connected, you were asking to do uh, a sword, uh, a oh, video yeah. about swords oh, uh, yeah. for Micro Satan, our old comedy troupe. Mm -hmm. Which, which mm -hmm. we, we probably would have done if we weren't all terrified and doing it in a small crack house. <laughs> <laughs> so, something about the idea of a sword being at that show, it's like, there's no way someone's not getting their head cut That's off. true. When you were, you mm -hmm. did ask, like, could we do the sword demonstration live? And I was like, oh, man, that sounds cool, but we are not Conan. We need, like, <laughs> a bigger space and more budget. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we brought we a glue stick together. to a show one time and like half the people didn't leave the venue that's how freaking clumsy we are <laughs> like, a sword is a no-go oh rest in no, peace but, but, people but uh, uh, yeah martial arts mm -hmm, what, mm -hmm. like talk to me about the martial arts how, so, how'd you get into it what kind of martial arts are you into mixed martial arts MMA I, I do like some MMA but I mean so uh, I incorporate martial arts into every party I go to because I'm like that um, oh. The, the oh hell yeah <laughs> go on you are that guy at the party <laughs> who wants to see me chop some beer cans <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now how I got into it though I was at the Renaissance Festival many years ago with my uh Girlfriend at the time, not a friend of the show. Hope she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> and uh, they, they do this thing where at the Renaissance Festival, if you've got a wooden sword, you can challenge somebody else to a wooden sword fight. Oh, what is this? Wait, who made this rule? <laughs> uh, not somebody on the insurance documents. And, <laughs> yeah, clearly. And so I, I, I saw somebody else with a wooden sword, and I was like, it's go time, uh, buddy. And he, he, he beat hey, me. Hey, buddy, it is go time. <laughs> you best pull your sword. It was, yeah, no, stand and deliver, uh, et cetera. <laughs> pr and pr protective gear on both people, one people, you people, or, or were you guys like in civilian clothing? Uh, I would say civilian clothing. Okay. Or, or, you know, Renaissance era. Yeah, with yeah, a sword. Yeah. So, you know, so a civilian of Texas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do that now. Oh, yeah, we can. That's, that's And that, and that law still stands. If you see someone with a wooden sword also open carrying a wooden blade, <laughs> you may challenge them. The only way, I just imagine, like, some guy after an, uh, one of how many hundreds of school shootings, he's just like, look, if that guy had a sword and could deflect every bullet like Genji mm -hmm, from Overwatch, mm -hmm. then this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> All it takes to stop a bad guy with a gun is a really good guy with a katana. <laughs> <laughs> a really good guy with an ancient sword blessed by a thousand hands. <laughs> They're hard to come by, but if you get one, man. Yeah. So yeah, this guy, you know, really kicked my butt, and you know, uh, Van was like, "Never again!" And so uh, <laughs> that was his non-radio voice. <laughs> and so I, I signed up for the sword fighting school and got way too into it. And cut to my twenty-fifth uh, uh, birthday party. I am uh, kind of naked wrestling people in the front lawn of my good friend's home. 
And uh, yeah, that's that's a that, that was a party. Oh, I, I like totally this is five years later. It's like no sword. <laughs> I, I really thought he, uh, it would go like, and I was naked wrestling with people when I heard a voice that I hadn't heard in <laughs> nigh five years. And I said, "Fetch me my blade." Now, mm. in in naked wrestling, does anyone mm. lose? No. <laughs> does anyone win? Yeah, the other person. Maybe like maybe like the neighbors who are like, and you're sure this is legal? Like maybe they lose. We were wrestling the neighbors. It was a really tight knit group, yeah. <laughs> were they like, we're gonna call the cops? No, you must wrestle me for the right. <laughs> yeah, to call over the cops. my flesh body. <laughs> I mean, we're in Texas. You gotta realize that when you throw down the gauntlet, or in this case, the you know, whatever we have a gauntlet for cowboy boot. I don't know. The, <laughs> the spur. Once the spur has been tossed down, oh, it makes that it clickety like a, sound. A, a Falcon Earth glove or something. Ooh. For, for the international people, or maybe the people who live outside of Texas. So for the international listeners. Trust me, they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, if, if you think Ned's wrong, go ahead and call in at 713-526-8737 and tell us, where are you from? If you live more than two miles from Montrose, <laughs> prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah, where, hashtag, where are you listening? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. <laughs> Please go on. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to point out that it's uh, kind of mandatory for all new houses in uh, you know, most areas to have a, a don't tread on me flag and a we don't call the cops sign. So, you know, you're not worried. <laughs> That's <laughs> Connor has nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a don't tread on me flag. <laughs> and we also have a, a, a sign at the front of our door that says, what, what is it? A good neighbor. Uh, a good neighbor always minds his own business and beware of self. Oh man, that's so deep. You you into some like loud sea doormats too? I just found it. It's not that lousy. Uh, it's <laughs> and we don't we don't put the flag up. Uh, we we're not a political people. We we made it. We made a conscious me saying I don't want that up, <laughs> and me saying oh okay. So yeah, no. Um, from naked wrestling to motivational speaking, it's really been one 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 trip of a year. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Have you, in that year, or mm -hmm. up to now, have mm -hmm. you had, like, the police come? Because you say naked wrestling. The first thing I honestly think is if you're in the front yard, people will call the cops and the cops will mm -hmm. show up. Has that ever happened? No, no, it's never happened. Uh, somehow. You, you've never dealt with police, like, in, in, a, in a party situation or anything? Mm. I, I guess if you're saying you partied, like, later in your life. Most of my cop interactions happened, like, in high school parties where I was yeah. like, I should not be here. And then the cops come, like, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, most of the parties I've been to have been with, with cops there at the party. Uh, not, you know, outside of uniforms, so I just assume... Yeah, they're naked wrestling. I can't imagine yeah. Yeah, yeah. uniforms. You know. a, a no clothes officer. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got it. Yeah. No, I mean, I've never been uh, arrested. I've never confronted the cops outside of... Uh, you know, a speeding ticket and some choice words here or there that really, you know, dumb youth, that kind of thing. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I just kind of admire the cops from a very, 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 very safe distance. <laughs> and, you know, say things about them online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's so brave online. Mm -hmm. Say it to a cop's face. <laughs> yeah. Or do the manly thing like I do and flick them off from under the window. <laughs> With your yeah. hands in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, if you see a cop and let, let's face it, uh, you're a white dude naked wrestling in the front lawn in Texas, they really weigh their options. <laughs> the one time they're like, oh boy, what are you going to do here? <laughs> Man, I haven't run in a year. I, I ain't looking to run tonight. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they can run you over and hit everyone else at the party, or they can just kind of like go, you go, and leave. <laughs> if anything, I might shine, like if I were uh, an officer of the law, mm -hmm. I might shine my spotlight on the wrestling match, mm -hmm. and then on the, the, the like, over, what do you call that? Calm? Mm -hmm. uh, intercom outer com intercom yeah that's it <laughs> i would say in this corner yeah. <laughs> oh. for lunch today <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i mean it sounds like you two have had plenty of run-ins with the uh, authorities not really <laughs> i've been to jail man it's, yeah sure uh, sure i've hit a few cop cars but never a run-in <laughs> oh hang on you've been to jail tell me about your naked wrestling uh, we Ooh. did not do that. In fact, well, I can't say it on the radio, but if you even looked at another man who was nude, you got called something. Uh, and I ain't going to say it here. And speaking of calls, the phones are open. I don't know what the number is, but you should definitely call it, in. That number, of course, is 713-526-8737. If you're watching on the Facebook, that number's right there on the screen for you. 
Yeah, call in. If you've got any questions that uh, Van might be able to help you with or you just want to hear his sage advice, go ahead, call in. <laughs> or, or New Year re- resolutions. Yeah, do you have uh, any New Year's resolutions? Uh, yeah, if you got have something. Have you been sticking with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you don't have a resolution, call in, tell us what's going on with your life. We'll be more than happy to make one yeah, for we'll, you. Yeah, we'll give you one that I'll that give you sticks. a hint. It's just subscribing and liking our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a review. <laughs> Uh, okay, that that all sounds well and good. Now, uh, besides inspirational speaking, mm-hmm. I've seen some of your stories mm-hmm. been read at mm-hmm. Grand Yeah, Time. yeah. Oh man, what got you into writing? What got you into the world? Of, you don't, you don't. Well, you've been, a, you've been a poet man, poet man. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Here I am. <laughs> you've been into poetry for a while, uh, mm-hmm. but like, it, yeah. What? Talk to us about your writing. Like, okay, well, give us the scope. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, um, goodness, I. Uh, Mm, mm, mm. So I was a theater kid, right? And you know, mm-hmm. so you get into writing as a as an angsty emotional teen to just kind of like journal out. By the way, I highly recommend journaling. If you if you're someone who deals with uh, like poison, you just get all that out at the tip of a pen, see it on a page, burn it, do whatever uh, goals, etc. And but no, I so I started writing as kind of a way to get things out of my head mm-hmm. and writing terrible poetry. It was how I started that, and it turned into kind of okay poetry. <laughs> And um, that poetry. T- so, grown up story time is is phenomenal. It saved my life, and is one of the many things that saved my life. And I actually got into that because I was working for a friend of the show who was into grown up story time. They introduced me. It, it, and who is that person? Oh, uh, that 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 person is John Wayne. I want to go on the show. Yeah, I want to go on the record saying he's not a friend of the show. <laughs> he's Whoa! An enemy of the show. Okay, continue. Dang. I mean, I, I I see that. I can see how. <laughs> So, no, I, he um, introduced me to Grown Up Storytime. I started writing stories about anything, which way or the other, kind of testing the waters, and then slowly taking the veil back and writing about things that are very intense and realistic. Just like, I would say that Connor's written about vampires, which is a terrible, life-threatening situation to be in. <laughs> yeah, my step, when I first met my now siblings, mm. uh, they convinced me that they were vampires, and they were going <laughs> to kill me in the middle of the night pretty pretty tight flex to be honest <laughs> yeah. it did yeah 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 i mean i i still sleep with a steak under my pillow but i i believe that they are human is that like an emergency to eat steak though just this is just based on what I've heard hold about up gummies. you have hidden steak and you're asking me for gummies <laughs> <laughs> well done buddy well done is how i like my steak cook it please <laughs> oh gross <laughs> Just uh, nuke it in the microwave. If, if you've been you sleeping want. on that steak for a year, it's well done. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For those of you who haven't been to Grown Up Storytime, which I imagine is all of you have been there, um, all two of you watching, hi. Well, hey, hold up. That's a lot of green on that screen. It is. There's a lot of green on that screen. <laughs> um, the, the, you write a story and somebody else reads it. And that is a good shield for someone like me who deals with a lot of fear mm-hmm. to be kind of brave in a way and come out about things that um, even just putting your name on it, you don't have to be on stage, you don't have to read it. You can sort through a lot of emotional baggage. And Grown Up Storytime poetry has really helped me with all of that because, you know, at a certain level, you don't have to be a great writer as long as the substance is behind the writing to connect with people. And people are wholly, genuinely pretty good. And if you connect with them on a human level, they will reciprocate this wonderful humanity to you in the right circles Mm -hmm. and grown-up story time is one of those right circles so that you can this was a huge step forward with me when i came out about my suicide attempt earlier this year which is um very very important and like i said it's kind of this invisible shame thing when you deal with depression or mental illness because unlike other injuries where you have a physical mark um that people can see and say oh that's why with mental illness, you often, me speaking personally, I would often feel like I don't deserve any pity. In fact, I am feeling this way for no reason whatsoever. I should man up, so to speak. Mm. And so coming out about all these things that I was feeling and having these this community say, no, no, it's cool. We got you. We hear you. And cry right there with me was uh, was liberating. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you on that. That that that. As soon as you said you should man up, like mm-hmm. I have heard that my whole life. That is, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm happy that you were able to find something like that. Thank you, Connor. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's there's a lot of privilege that comes with being a man, and certainly I'm super 
aware of the fact that I am a white man. Um, no, no, Van, you're not. Don't say that. You're not, guys. Call in if you don't think enough. <laughs> yeah, obviously a joke. <laughs> obviously, and so you know, that being said, there's even more baggage that comes with it. So uh, there's a lot of, you know, man up is very, very common. Terry mm-hmm. Crews has a great book about this, by the way, guys. Plugging a friend of the show. Oh, he is. Uh, if we could get Terry Crews on the show, I would lose it. <laughs> I think he's one of the most positive people in the planet. Mm-hmm. I love Terry Crews. Absolutely. Uh, and and so just dealing with this invisible killer that that nobody who's depressed necessarily wants to die. Depression is a liar, and it's very good at lying, right? And this is something that. I felt in my suicide attempt and that I've seen other people uh, write and say was that the moment after they committed to the act, whatever it is, jumping off a bridge, pulling a trigger, pardon me, we know that there's nothing we couldn't change about our life except for the fact that we had just committed to this. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's also very revealing. You can commit to change in a drastic way. However, it's, mm, it is a second chance or maybe a third or fourth, but whatever. Lots of people don't get that. So you got to stop them before they get to that, that point in communities like grown up story time writing is a very good way to do that. Cause you, there's this expression, you write what you know. Mm-hmm. So many people cover up what they've got inside through writing and writing is a good way to communicate with that because just like people leave snarky comments online, yeah. they're hiding behind a shield. And if that shield yeah. says, Hey, I'm hurt, then you can reach out to them. I've definitely, I've submitted some uh, really emotional grown-up story time stories, some mm-hmm. anonymously, some with my name after, like, feeling, like, panicking the day before the show. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, everyone's going to know this horrible thing about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not horrible. And people come up to me. Like, grown-up story time, if you guys have not been to it, those listening at home, you should definitely go. It's the third mm-hmm. Tuesday of every month at mm-hmm. Rudyard's. And Emily Hines run it. It's such an amazing show. And Van, I... I I'm right there with you. We are not alone in mm-hmm. how many people that show has positively uh, affected. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've, there's uh, spiritual healing. Yeah, um, for well, sure. Paper healing, I guess. It's interesting. <laughs> like We we do different things, but it, it, one of the things we learned about the show through uh, a lot of people come together through partying, mm-hmm. but there's also this other aspect of art that a lot of people come together through commiserating over the same thing or just <laughs> yeah. like, being totally honest and that's something that mm-hmm. i have an issue with stand up where it should be like hey this isn't therapy you should save the 20 bucks or mm-hmm. i don't know how much therapy costs i can't afford it <laughs> it ranged for me it ranges from 20 to 135 but i i i love that people who come onto the show have something that cathartic for them to mm-hmm. to to feel normal and get y- through life yeah this is a huge link between partying and um, I'm, I'm just reading that comment over there. That's brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Take that campaign, whoever you are. What is it? Antoine says Terry Crews FM Rager 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's hell make it happen. Yeah. He does, of course, mean our 2020th episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we can get Terry Crews for that episode. I mean, hell, I, I, I'd love to run with him. America needs two vice presidents. <laughs> <laughs> the one we got ain't working. All right, we got to get two knuckleheads in there with Terry Crews. <laughs> I guess I'd rather him not work. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> uh, as, as, as far as I see it, as far as I see it, the show is kind of about bringing people together, whether you're calling in or talking about partying. And if you wanted to call in the number is 713 <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, crap. 8737. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, crud. Uh, look, Van, listen. So, like you said, Ned and I have interacted with the police a bit. A couple times, yeah, yeah. The police are here. We got to get out of here. Do you mind hang, Do you mind dealing with the cops? Could, could you just talk to them real quick? Like, it sounds like you have no pride. Yeah, you should be good. I mean, my sword's in the car, guys. All right, great. Perfect. Thank you off. so much. All right. Th- <clears throat> Open up. No. Police. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> oh, crap. We're powerless now. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me try this again. Come on, please. Please open up, man. Our car broke down and we really need to use your phone. It we're, sounds like me and my non-radio voice. We're just, Maybe it's me from the future. We're just your peers. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, that one. <laughs> we're you. We, we're two youths from the future. Quickly, we're surrounded by smog. Magic okay. smog. 
How do I unlock this door? I've never been in a radio before. Uh, is it this one? No. Oh, yeah, there it is. I'm jiggling the, the handle uh -huh, right uh -huh. now. Wait, uh, is there one above that? It seems like a dead. No, this one. Just, you know what? I'm going to kick the door out. Okay, okay we're, we're, we're going to step back. The door is open. He, he just, just, assault, he he just assaulted that door. <laughs> you want to press charges, sir? Sir, he's not responding. The door's not responding. He must be dead. We got a ten door down here. We got, we need people coming out here right guys, now. Guys, oh, guys, guys. What's up? It's me from the, st the station. <laughs> guys, it's okay. I'm an Instagram influencer. What's that? You're talking to an Instagram influencer? Oh, my Have you heard about Instagram? Over. I have it on my phone. Yeah, you got. You just look it up. I'm on there. What, what's, the, what's the name? Yeah, can we get that on there? The inner voice in Van said says, while they're looking down at their phones, make a break for it. Oh, wait, there's a power cord. I'm going to trip and fall. So what's the, oh, my God, he's <laughs> running away. He just fell on the power cord. He fell down, but I do respect that he saved his plugs for the end. A very <laughs> respectable move for a guest on FM Rager. You know what? Doing a respectable move like that, and then also the embarrassment of falling while running from the cops. <laughs> I think you've suffered enough. Wait, is well, off to solve more crime. <laughs> <laughs> yep, us, uh, the crime-solving cops. <laughs> is this the end of my life outside jail and this show where I plug things? <laughs> we'll get to your precious plugs. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the host will. We're the cops. We gotta go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you can plug this body cam footage. Bye. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Van. Oh, man. You look like you handled that great. Van, I am so sorry about that power cord. Please do not sue us. <laughs> we have priors. <laughs> I think I'm missing a tooth, guys. Oh, man. Uh, no. But you look, know what? It was totally worth yeah! it. Look, if you have a tooth to replace, Van, you should call in at 713-526-8737 or use the hashtag, where'd that tooth go? Mm. Yeah, uh, quit holding those molars. Hand them over, kid. <laughs> you got a favorite? tooth <laughs> mm. i'm a big fan of my uh my canines actually mm -hmm. yeah if i eat fried <laughs> go on <laughs> well, i mean if i'm eating buffalo wings that's the one that i like mm -hmm. pivot around because yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah. that's gonna tear the skin off that's yeah, doing the money see you asked it as a dumb jokey question i gave a very serious yeah and i got answer. a dumb answer <laughs> and now everyone's like wow connor really thinks about his teeth in a weird wow, way i can't believe he likes those <laughs> yes i rank my teeth <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like my canine because I can open up a, a beer can with it. Just pop oh, it in there and I go, oh. <laughs> Man, I used to do that and I cra Oh, we're finally getting a call. It better not be the cops. Hi, you're on FM Rager. Oh, hi. Hello. How's it going? Doing well. I heard you guys are looking for teeth. Yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. We, we are looking. Teeth. Well, just one tooth. That sounds promising. I actually know. If, if you have like a group deal. Yeah, well, wait, wait, go on. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I am a tooth fairy. <gasps> Now, does that mean you and move so teeth I, across water? I what have is a that? multitude of teeth mm -hmm. that I'm looking to offload mm -hmm. if you need them. Okay, okay. I didn't realize there were more than one tooth fairy. Van, what did you? What? Which tooth did you lose? Most of them, actually. Most? Oh, oh you said one. Okay. Well, yeah, Van, I have one big one. What was that? You're looking for a bundle deal, a bundle of teeth. Yes, uh -huh. please. Uh, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'll tell you a loose sack of teeth right now for fifteen bucks. Is, no, it, no. Like, are, is it a full set or is it more of like a grab bag kind of situation? It is definitely a grab bag. I, I'm not. I'm not looking to give uh, Van like nine canines just in the front of his mouth. He's yeah. gonna look like riffraff. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if I mean Connor speaks so highly of them, uh, I, I might take nine canines. And I mean, but hang on, hang on. Wait, yeah. Do you have an oops all canines deal? <laughs> you know, I've actually got a deal. If uh, if you buy ten K nine teeth, then um, then you just bought ten K nine teeth. Man, you should consider this. What, what you were about to say something? I'm sorry. I'd... I mean, what is this? A PayPal? I was going to say that. Like, I, I'm, listen, I know how you tooth fairies are. You save all the good stuff for you. Know, you you don't open with the good stuff. Give us the good teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, give us all molars. All right, if you're looking for top shelf teeth, we're going to have to talk off air. Dude, look, if I had a mouth of all molars, eating a steak would be like a spoonful of yogurt. I just want it. <laughs> it's a grind, but somebody's got to do it, I guess. <laughs> all right, Tooth Fairy. Hey, do you have any New Year's resolutions or any questions you'd like to ask Van? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, did you keep those teeth you lost? And if you did... How much? I mean, Ooh. that doesn't sound like a resolution, but they're right there on the floor. Wait, you got to put them under your pillow or they're worth nothing. I don't have any pillows in here. You guys got pillows? 
Uh, we can get you one. We, we, sleeping we on a microphone for a pillows. year. <laughs> so we just uh, should Van just leave all those teeth under his pillow tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, leave them. Leave them. Don't clean them off for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, Tooth Fairy. Thanks for calling in. I hope you have a good 2019. I don't. You creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I, I loved it. I loved it, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Listen, Van. Do you have any topics you'd like to bring up before we move into our last segment of tonight? You know, I've been really happy with what we've done so far. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. This has been a good app. Yeah, yeah. I think so. We did pretty well. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, um, not killing time here. Mm-hmm. I'm just definitely intentionally dragging. So let me tell uh, you about the- my favorite words that end in berry. Mm-hmm. Frankenberry. Ooh, Frankenberry. That's Ooh. it. List over. List That's over. All right. One. All right. Are we done killing time? <laughs> ah, man, I really, thought, I really thought you were going to say Michael Berry. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's uh, good. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Berry. <laughs> all right. Here we go. I want a new plug. Tell us what's going on. Tell us all the stuff you're doing after I sing this song. All right, man. What do you have to plug? What's coming up in your life? Well, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at vanwild.co. That's at symbol, V-A-N-W-I-L-D-E dot C-O. That's my uh, Instagram username and the website. I've got nothing going on except every day, all day. <laughs> Instagram, helping people out. Um, are you are you still going live on Instagram? I know you had taken a break from it for a little bit. But I'm, on, I'm on vacation this week. Okay. Um, I'm on island time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. After that, I'm coming back to it harder and faster than ever. We're going we're gonna to hit those blues and um, I don't have a tagline. <laughs> uh, no, just doing more of this stuff. Hey, guys, what about y'all? Ooh, um, Go ahead, Ned. Uh, 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 swimmer department will be in Austin, Texas this Saturday at the Barracuda doing Bowie Elvis Fest. We'll be performing songs from the Labyrinth. We'll also be doing that again on February 1st in Houston at uh, some place for the Labyrinth Art Market. I think it's at Bohemio's. Maybe not. I don't know. Look into it. <laughs> and of course, Futile Society will be uh, every Thursday at Secret Group doing improv comedy. And guys, it's a riot. Mm-hmm. All right. And for me, this Saturday... At The Secret Group, I will be participating in Let's Settle It, a uh, live comedy debate show. I'm very, very excited about it. Me and Stephen Brandow, hopefully future friend of the show, mm-hmm. will uh, be producing the show. There's going to be a lot of great acts on it. You guys should definitely come out. It's going to be at 8 o'clock in the main room. Um, go to The Secret Group Facebook page. Find it for more information about ticket prices and when to get there and all that good stuff. It's going to be really, really fun. And other than that... I don't think I have anything else to plug. Van, do you got something? I was just going to say that we're coming off the holidays, and to kind of stay on message, the holidays can be a very hard time for people struggling with mental illness, with mood disorders. So reach out to somebody, you know, maybe not somebody who's come out to you as depressed or anything like that, but just reach out to a friend and say, hey, I got you, maybe smile, buy him a cup of coffee, something like that. I agree. If, if there's a friend out there that you haven't seen in a while, who you, if you text pretty often and the texting has died down, maybe maybe reach out. Maybe mm-hmm. see, like, hey, what's going on, man? We used to text all the time. Are you yeah. doing all right? Exactly. I, I agree with you. Hell yeah. Um, well, well, we'll be back here in one week's time when I will officially be off Island Time. <laughs> and, you know, the the I got one thing to say about Island Time, and it's that it's two seconds long. The second you clock in, the second you clock out, baby. <laughs> Sounds like lunch. All right. Ned, anything else to say? Nope. All right. Oh, oh, wait. Van told me before this. He also does social media, and I think you should plug that because you were talking <laughs> about it earlier. It, Van does great social media for, like, if you have an event or something coming up. Hey, guys, if you want to just expand your reach on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the whatevers, I'm doing it for free. If you've got a good cause, I'm doing it for free 99, and I'm good at it. I'm, like, worth more than free. Guys, this deal will last till the end of the show. Pay the guy. He's good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> I want to help you out. All right, everybody, that's our show. We'll see you next week. Bye.